Welcome to the Garbage Fire Podcast, aka MFKS Radio, on the airwaves dial at 487.52. Your pod is hosted by Kelsey and Megan, who are vindicated, validated, and petty as fuck. <laughs> Told you. You did. Uh, the Garbage Fire Pod is all about being unironically passionate to the point that you would dive into the dumpster for the things that you love. I think that's the most honest yeah. intro we've ever had. It really, it's true. Oh, feels good. It really does. It feels so good to be right. Damn, it feels good to be a gangster, Megan. <laughs> so, do you remember last week when I was like, hey, remember that time I said that the Oilers weren't going to finish above 500 mm-hmm. in November? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I, was, I felt really good about that. Feel better now? So much better. It's, it's a great feeling. It is a great feeling. Just high-fiving myself. Can we just talk around it and never say what it is? How long do you think we can do it? <laughs> Oh, God. Um, yeah, I, I, I definitely high-fived people at the bar last night. Uh-huh. Cried a little bit. I didn't cry. I just, like... Just, like, happy tears, you know? Like, that. I just, like, laughed forever. Oh, me too. Like, my, my tweet... Your tweet was amazing. My tweet was how I felt on the yeah. inside. I was, like, cartwheeling. It was great. It was so good. Oh, so wonderful. His speech was so great. I know. I know. I got a little choked up with, like, the, you know, when I said yes. the thing about the Broncos, and I was just like... Puts everything in perspective, and then yeah. he stopped, and I was like, oh, no! <laughs> That's my kryptonite. I was, I I was, I was ready like, to be like... If he starts crying, holy fuck, I'm out of here. Yeah. Could not handle it, but he kept it he real it solid. Of course he did. <sighs> so, uh, Brian Boyle won the Masters in Trophy, and that's what we're so happy about. <laughs> Also cried during that. Oh, yeah, for sure. Oh, Brian. Like, also, I looked at... So, okay, Brian Boyle should have won. Um, oh shit, sorry. Jordan Stahl went through an awful, awful thing. Yeah. Um, and so there's no, like, you can't, that's a hard one. I think that's a really difficult one. Like, whose, whose pain is the worst? Yes. It's and I, a, yeah. It's a tough award to yeah. even give out. Yeah, him. and I think, I feel like Boyle ended up receiving, I don't want to say he won it, but he received that award, I think, because the thing that happened was not just like an emotional thing but there was like the physical yeah and i think that's probably why um but there were people apparently who didn't have brian boyle on their fucking ballots at all yes what? who did they have instead i don't know i didn't i just saw there's like a handful of them like 10 where can i find this uh somebody tweeted it out ryan lambert that was where i found the tweet on two line pass is where i found it and then there's links all the PDFs. Two line pads? Yeah. Um, so, yeah. But the thing that we're really the most happy about was uh, Connor McDavid won the Ted Lindsay Award. <laughs> Everyone lauded his speech. I just kept hearing, like, as he was saying it, because I didn't hear it live, because I was out, and they didn't have the sound on, and then when I went, um, when I went home, they were, like, replaying it on that so I watched it then. And all I heard when he was talking was just like, meet more. Like, it was just very... Beep, beep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like Wally, but not as cute. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what I found, the one thing I did like about it is, or even the night as a whole, is the lack of toxic masculinity. People were crying. Connor was like, all my teammates, I love all of you. Yeah. Like, I was just like... Yes. Yeah. Get out there. Be emotional. It was good. And then, the, like the day before, when they had like Andre Kopitar and PK Subban, 
had met with guys from Humboldt Broncos. That was very emotional. And, like, mm-hmm. watching them um, up there when uh, Darcy Hogan's wife accepted the Willie O'Gree Award on his behalf. Yeah. And them wiping away tears. Like, it's good. That was very, very healthy. Um, Man, what a just year full of tragedy. I know. Like, truly. Okay, so for people who didn't put Brian Boyle, they put Matt Cullen, Joe Thornton, Derek Dorsett. <laughs> Like, are they people? Well, no, I know Joe. Th- what was Joe Thornton's thing? Well, he tore his ACL, but he also like didn't play. So I don't know. Anyway, uh, Kyle Ocposo, Jeff Glass, DSP. Yeah. David Backus instead. Latang instead. That I can. Yeah, that understand. I can see. Yeah. Roman Polak. <laughs> Roman Cogliano. Oh my god, I love Cogs, but yeah. he missed one game. Stamkos, Tyler Myers, don't know who that is. He, oh yeah, he plays in um, Minnesota? No, Winnipeg. Winnipeg. Carter Hutton? Okay. Ooh, who was that douche that said the sexist things? Oh, I gotta be more specific here. <laughs> Ken Campbell? Yeah. Who did he vote for? Oh, he's one of the people who voted, um, who put Chris Russell for one of the awards. <gasps> no! Yes! Oh my god, for Lady Bing? Yeah. Hockey, oh my god. Hockey man epitomized right there. No way. Yeah. Opening it right now. Yep. Ken Campbell, Ryan O'Reilly, William Carlson, Jacob Slavin, Alex Debrindicat, Chris fucking Russell... Wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> this is mine. I can't wait to analyze this. I wish I would have had more time. Um, it was pretty great. Um, so I guess the thing that we're really the most happy about. I was going to be- Subban getting the EA. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's exactly it. What a great choice for like the face of the game. Like really for and truly. Sure. Like what a great ambassador. And about time. For the game. Um, yeah, no, absolutely. He's just I cannot, I still, when I think about Montreal trading him, and part of it was, like, personality, like, I get that he's probably a lot to deal with in a team setting, but in terms of, like, community work and outreach, like, how do you, how do you look at what the things that he does and just decide, what we're gonna do, get rid of that guy. Yeah, I know. Um, well, that reminds me, did you see the piece in the players, what, it wasn't, maybe it wasn't the tra- players who ran, I don't know where it was, about, um, Nate Robinson? Yeah. In the NBA? Yeah. Seems like his situation was some something similar to PK's where yeah. he had all this energy, he has this immaturity is what he labeled it as mm-hmm. and he knows it's immaturity, but the treatment that he got from everyone because they didn't know how to channel his immaturity yes. into something, the impact on his career is astounding. Yes, now that they know what to do. Yeah. Yeah. And it's just like, man, for all of these teams being essentially management, all they do is manage people. Mm-hmm. They're not great at they're it. They're not great at it. No. In fact, I'd say they're super shitty. Um, I think uh, I would agree with uh, Biz Nasty. He said that... Um, oh, shocker. Pecorine was the best dressed with his, like, white... You think so? I th- yeah, it looked pretty good. Also won, won the Vezina. Pretty happy about that. Yeah. Yeah. That was kind of a toss-up, I think. 
Yeah. And I wonder if for him it was like a legacy thing because he's older than the other two. You know, if that's part of the... Could be. I didn't have like a huge amount of feelings either way. Like no. any of the things w- would be totally fine. No. I'm going to have to give the best dress to our pal, Avery. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Did you see his leaf suit? I sure did. Oh, my God, it was gorgeous. I, I want sure. that on a dress. I sure did see it. Where'd you get that fucking pattern, Avery? Um, Andre Kopar won the Selkie Trophy. He did. Uh, he's very good at the defensive forward aspect of things, but, like, I don't understand how Patrice Bergeron doesn't just win it every year, because he's phenomenal. Like, it's just, um, anyways, whatever. I'm, like, mediocre about that one. Um, I didn't, I don't remember what I said for the Norris Trophy last week. But I wasn't surprised that it was Hedman. That made the most sense to me. I think we had said Hedman. Yeah, I, that made the most sense to me. And, like, good for him. He probably deserved it. Matt Barzal obviously was going to win yeah. um, the the Calder Trophy. I really super enjoyed him, not going to lie. I know you, like, texted me last night about Darcy Oak being there and, like, nepotism at its finest. But that card trick was, like, I don't understand how those things work, and I don't ever want to know how those things work. I couldn't. I hated it. I hate it. Every time there was any fucking magic on here, I'm like... This is not what I'm here for. Um, but I love stuff like that. I really, really do. And I, I watched it, and I was just like, I don't understand what just happened, but that was super cool. Um, also, Brock Besser looks an awful lot like the prince in Shrek. He looked amazing. But he sure did. <laughs> I noticed that as well. Um, William Carlson, I think that made the most sense. I, I still think Ryan O'Reilly being nominated for the Lady Bank Trophy is just really funny to me. Like, I, I know that the thing has nothing to do with the on-ice stuff, but I can't separate the two. Um, Avery met him last night. Did he? Said his beard was a 55 out of 10. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Avery, Because he got, got to party a little bit with, um, would you like to guess who Avery got to party with last night? He told me. He was with, uh, PK and Lindsay Vaughn. Yeah. Afterwards. Yeah, and, and he says Carter. he's got a whole bunch of, like, audio. Yeah. From and Paul, and he got to see Messier. I'm trying to go into my messages now yeah. and see. Um, but he's living the goddamn life. He is. He really, really is. Go, Avery, go. He spent some time with Kevin Weeks and Anson Carter as well. Yes. Um, and, and, he says, he sent, he said that he, I don't know if he talked to Batman entirely, but he was, like, around. He says, he told And me it was about hockey in non-traditional markets, was the conversation. Oh. What he told me is, got audio from Hall, Batman, PK, Brian Boyle. Yes! And George McPhee, I'm and we hung with PK and Lindsay Vaughn at the awards after party. That's unreal. Unreal! Touched by a fucking angel. Yeah, so yeah, the the 55 out of, the 55 out of, out of 10 for the beard, I was like, that seems fair. Yeah, mm-hmm. Did Hall touch him? Oh my god. Um, Avery, what did he smell like? Obviously, <laughs> obviously when the Sidians, I was, I was super happy that the, the Sidians won the King Clancy. Because like, it's their, like, I get it, and they should have. It's a legacy, sure. Uh, and it's cer- certainly a legacy thing, and I mean, it, they're never gonna win a cup, so there you go. I wasn't surprised at all with, um, the, le- the leadership one to Derek England. I was like, no, that's for sure how that's gonna go. And the coach and the GM, that was obviously how it was gonna go. Yeah. I thought it was kind of neat that um, Backstrom presented the GM award to, like, his old, mm-hmm. you know? Because you can tell that there's still, like, a relationship there. And that was it. Nothing else happened last night. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, Megan. I just wanted to spend all day dunking on everybody, but I just didn't because I stayed at home this morning. Oh, it was so fucking good. So, <sighs> the thing that we were waiting for that Kelsey alluded to last week as the taste of Taylor in June. <laughs> I forgot about that. Uh, I last forgot week's about episode it too, was fucking wild. Until I listened to it. Again, I was like, alright, gotta throw that in there. 
Um, Taylor Hall. League MVP. League MVP. Suck it, haters. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. It was amazing. It was amazing. It was absolutely incredible. So relieved. Oh, yes. And just, like, so happy. Yes, that, like, people recognize the thing that we knew already. Yes. I think is the thing that I like the most about it. Like, finally. Yeah. It was like Susan Lucci getting her Emmy finally. Finally, yes. That's what it felt like. Yeah, like, it's, yeah, people finally recognize that, like, oh, hey, he can play. Really? You fucking think? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I liked his quote. I'm like, well, I could always play. <laughs> he had I, such great freaking quotes last night. It's I, I really, there's, I don't know what it is. There's something about the way that he's kind of dealt with all of this. In the immediate aftermath of that trade, mm-hmm. he was very upset. Yes. And he said that he took it, I remember he said it was like an indictment of himself as a player. Yes, I remember. But everything since then. Other than, like, the little subtle digs, like, I could always play. Yeah. Or last year on Gregor's show when he was like, uh, yeah, he's like, God, I had to get used to new coaches, like, but I've had so many in my career that, like, you know, in the last few years or whatever, it's not that big of a deal. But never, he's never come out and, like, thrown anybody under the bus. No. He's never said anything that, like, would make, should make people mad, but people are still mad about it. And that is the thing that I'm fucking living for. Yeah. Right now. And... Like, anytime people are mad at things, he says things where he's like, you know what? I was young and immature. Yeah. But I'm, I'm doing fine. Well, even, like, the self, he's very self-aware about his Twitter. He's like, he retweeted something of his own, like, a couple weeks ago. He's, he's like, like, I, I can't, can't believe I ever thought this was a good thing to tweet. It was yeah. a little devoting, yeah. wasn't it? Amazing. And good for him. Uh-huh. Boys growing up. I still want to know if he got the voting license. I'm curious about that. He must have. Um... But, like, yeah, so the, just the fact that all of that has happened, and then him and Brian Boyle clearly, like, coordinated their outfits last night. Fucking gorgeous. My friend Erin texted me, she's like, do you see what Taylor Hall's wearing since the awards thing? And I was like, yeah, she's like, I want one. I was like, a Taylor Hall? She's like, well, yes, but also one of those jackets. I know! <laughs> they were gorgeous. Yeah. Do you know, I, I was- so unusual for him to be so flashy. I know. Do you know yeah. how I was thinking about, uh, like, who could wear that and just, like, pull it off? No problem. Mm-hmm. Kate Blanchett. Just oh her and like God. right? The whole fucking look. Both yeah. looks at once. Yeah. Jacket on jacket. Yeah. <laughs> like it doesn't matter. It's so fucking great. Um but yeah, so that was that. And uh now we have <sighs> three hundred and sixty five days of Taylor Hall being the Hart Trophy mm-hmm. winner. And now they can't ever take that away from him. Nope. And I'm just really happy about it. Oh, it's so fucking great. Um I, there was an article on uh, TSN today from Frank Taylor Valley, and he basically carved Charlie for all of the dumb decisions that he's made, and like, and the responses to the tweet about it were just like prime. Really, we have a we have a joke uh, amongst some people who write on my site, and I say I say my site loosely because I haven't written anything in like months because I'm just like I don't care right now. Um, that there's a, a cadre of Oilers fans who we call the Sunshine dot com. Oh shit! Sorry. And uh, hello. Yes. This is just a mess. Kelsey's getting something picked up. So we have this cadre of fans Good, that, thanks. like, um, we call the Sunshine.com crew. And they are militant in okay, their defense perfect. of Peter Torelli. And so it was really right. fun to watch the things that they were saying and doing um, on Twitter. And they're like, well, how many hard trophies did Taylor Hall win? 
in Edmonton. And Kelsey, it doesn't fucking matter. But you also made a very good point. On no the way one over else here. did. Yeah. yeah. Fuck. I know. I know. I know. Just like, <gasps> current success does not invalidate effort before this moment. What? Just like with Ovi. What? Yeah, but no, 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 they, no, he's got to win another cup before they can decide if he's the best go, Russian player go ever. fuck yourself. <laughs> Clearly he is. Oh, of course he is. We know that. What is it, Matt? Just as Lozo said, you can't judge an individual by a fucking team trophy. No. That's bullshit. No, you look at a guy like, like Ray Bork, and I mean, there's discussion about where he fits in, like, the, the mm-hmm. pantheon of defensemen, but he played in Boston for his whole fucking career. Went to Colorado and finally won a Stanley Cup. Yep. And I remember that, like, I that ceremony. Weeping. Yes, and he was just like, it was just like this weight yeah. had been, like, lifted off his shoulders because he finally had, like, the thing yeah. that he'd been chasing his entire career. Mm-hmm. And I think for people, maybe this is, this is a thought that I had last week listening to some of the stuff about Ovi. I think for people who do, like, normal jobs <laughs> that aren't professional sports sure. or, like, entertainment industry where there is that like that recognition thing right mm-hmm. I think for people who do normal jobs maybe they don't know what that's like to have you know because we just like go to work and do our job and at the end of it all I'm going to retire with a nice pension and that's fine I don't need to have like a trophy right um we can talk about work in my because I have a thought about that too but like okay but like I don't need there's no trophy at the end of the year there's no you know what I mean and I, so, like, I don't have that, that, like, tangible end goal. I just want to get better at my job. Right. Right? Whereas, like, for people who work in these industries where, like, there is that thing at mm-hmm. the end, I feel like people maybe who don't do that don't understand what that's like. And what that means. Yeah. Like, this is the thing that you have been chasing. But then why do they get so fucking pissed when people like Raver? change teams so that they can get the thing. They see that as a fucking betrayal. Mm-hmm. Because it's a, there's a lot, it's, I know. Sports don't make any sense. Sports are so dumb. Like, don't make I any love sense. them so much. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I feel like I just need that tattoo on my forehead. That's what I feel. About sports sport. are so dumb, I love them so yeah, much. Yeah, because it's true. Semicolon, I love them so much. Yes, yes, it's true though. It's so true. Cause like it's so. It's your fucking tagline for this week's app. It's so so frustrating. It is, it's, especially then, when you have to constantly experience sports with other sports friends. We're all fucking idiots. We are. It's true. I was talking to somebody at work about um, watching sports, um, and I was like, "Yeah, I generally like to watch sports by myself." Because yes, I was like, "I'm kind of an embarrassment to my family when I watch sports. Like, I get very worked up." Well, I I kind of do, but I also don't like it when people talk at me when sports are happening. Like I had on Friday, on our last day of classes, I had a kid in my room, and it was lunchtime, and I wanted to finish watching the Spain-Portugal game. So I'm just in there by myself, Mm -hmm. and a kid just, like, walks in, who I taught last year, and and sits down, and we chatted um, briefly. But he kept... And it might just be that he's young. Yeah. He felt the need mm-hmm. to fill every silence with words. And I just wanted to watch. I don't need to do that. I'm an introvert. Silence is my fucking gold star. Yeah, I agree. I understand. That's where I'm a Viking. Is in silence. 
Okay. Um, yeah, I get that. I, I know how that feels when you're trying to watch something. And like I'll go I'll go like to the bar sometimes. Um, if the, especially if the Packers are bad in the first like three weeks of the season, then usually they get pulled from like the stations that I get at home. Yeah. So that, but then I'll go to the bar because I'll have Sunday ticket or whatever it is, and I'll just ask. And I'm always there like right at eleven because that's when it opens and that's when the game starts. And I'm always like the first person there, so I'll ask for that game with sound. And like that's kind of a thing. Is like usually yeah the first person who asks that's what you get. And I'll be there, and I'll be watching it. Sometimes I'll take some marketing or whatever, and then there's, inevitably, like, there's always some dude comes in at, like, 11.45, and he's, like, a fucking Vikings fan or, you know, Jacksonville or some team that no one cares about, and he wants that game on with the sound. Uh-huh. And the bartender's like, no, we got the Packers on for, for her. And then, like, I've had people come up to me before and be like, are you actually paying attention? Do you actually watch this, or do you just think Aaron Rodgers is hot? And I was like, well, yes, he's very attractive, but yeah, I watch all of their games. What the fuck? Like, I've wa- I watched all of their games, like, streaming online while I was living in Ireland, so, like... But also, like, show up on time, dude. Yeah. And I was here at 11. There's no shame in that. And I, I want to watch my team. Yeah. Yeah, and I find that very... But there's always that, right? When I go and watch. So I like to watch sports, like, at home by myself. Yes. And I don't, I don't like that inherent competition that happens between fans. Like, we, we aren't on the field. No. We don't skate fast or slow or not at all. <laughs> like, well, we and the, the, the whole, like, personification of the team as, like, an extension of the fan. Like, we did this. We, no, we did not. No. The team, the player, the dumb general manager who should have been fired years ago. Mm-hmm. Maybe never hired, I don't know. Um, but, like, it's not a we thing. No, not at all. Not at all. Because it's, they are doing the thing and we are watching the thing. Mm -hmm. And we get to experience that thing as entertainment. Yes. Whereas, like, in our jobs, it's different because you might actually have something that you are collaborating on with another person. Mm -hmm. And then, as a collective, you are interested to see, like, how it works out. Mm -hmm. That's a very different response to, like, I'm going to sit down and watch these overgrown children play this dumb game and I'm gonna take it personally when they lose Yeah, and then I'm gonna get it tattooed on my forehead how fucking dumb it is and how much I love it yeah that's okay I suppose but it's not ours to own no and it's not ours to own players either they don't owe us anything they don't own us at all no like and so when people get mad about Connor McDavid not being on people's ballots for the Hart Trophy, for example. Like, why do you care so much? Doesn't matter. Eat at Arby's. Do you honestly think Connor actually cares? Like, actually, at the end of the day, do you think it matters to him? I think Connor wants to win a Stanley Cup. That's what matters to him. I think so, too. Do you know why? Because it's a team sport. Yes. And that's the ultimate goal. Individual awards for a team sport are fucking stupid. Mm Mm-hmm. And so many of them. Like, it's one thing, like... Like, defense, defensive forward, Lady Bing. Like, why do you need all these fucking awards? It's bizarre. They should have given superlatives like we gave. Those have been so much more fun. Yeah. Like, best beard. Yeah. I feel like it probably would have been Ryan O'Reilly. With a 55 out of 10. I can't believe that Avery gave that a that 55 out of 10. That is a rating. That is, that is was a... Was anyone else there with beards? That was a rock star rating, not really. Don't I remember seeing Ryan O'Reilly? Um. I have a problem with the ceremony. Okay. 
other than the fucking magic. Magic's the best. So they decided that because can't remember how they phrased it at the start of the ceremony, but they decided because there was like so much happening in the hockey community this year, they're not going to rely on an outside host. Yeah. The players, the managers, the like. Yeah. Media personalities are are going to all take ownership and and yeah. assist with the ceremony. And then Jim Belushi. And then Jim Belushi. And why were there just women in dresses? guiding men off stage. Why was that necessary? Because men don't ask for directions? Why couldn't those people have been the Humboldt people? Uh-huh. Or the Stoneman Douglas people? Uh-huh. Why uh-huh. were they women in scantily clad dresses? Well, Kelsey, have you ever watched an award show before? <laughs> No, I know. I know I know exactly what you mean. I've often thought that about like other award shows like the Oscars or whatever. I don't really particularly care one way or the other. But when it's like the award for best actress, how come it's not like a man in a nice suit escorting the woman off stage? Like why does it have to why always be Why is there be... no parody? Yeah. Like really? Yeah. It's just it's a thing that doesn't need to happen. Mm-hmm. They could announce as we do anytime our kids do anything, when you're done, please walk to your left. Mhm. Mm-hmm. You don't need a woman to hand you an award and then guide you off. I know. They didn't carry the awards either because they're fucking 100 pounds. Uh-huh. <sighs> <laughs> How did you really feel about it? I fucking hated it. Um, yeah, it was so I, angry. I agree. It was, uh, that was, that was maybe a misstep of sorts. So hockey's not for everyone. It's never been hockey's for everyone. Hockey's for white fucking males and yeah. women to support those white fucking males. Yeah. It's true. <laughs> <laughs> um, I feel like I just had a tantrum. You kind of did a little bit. I know. Yeah, and, it's yeah. a little bit embarrassing. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's it's over. So this, this hockey season is not like officially kind of done. The draft is tomorrow. Yeah. Um, and I am kind of enjoying the fact that the the Oilers have draft uncertainty again. Because when they drafted Connor McDavid, the sort of idea was like, oh, well, we're never really going to have to worry about this again. You know? Like, really and truly. Because you would think that a player of that caliber would attract, like, free agents. And they should, right? They, they 100% should attract people to come and play here because you're playing with a player of this caliber. But it's yeah. very clear to everybody uh, who pays any attention whatsoever that, like, no one wants to play here because it's such a fucking shit show. The organization is a Mickey Mouse organization. Case in point, Eric Graba. Yeah. What happened with that? So they put him on. Okay, so they put him on unconditional waivers for the purposes of buying him out, and unless they're certain that another team is going to um, take him, they have to pay him six hundred thousand dollars. Uh huh. Which is fine. They could have just paid him nine hundred thousand dollars, but buried his contract in the NHL, and then it doesn't uh, count against the cap hit, but uh, against the cap. But now because if they have to do the buyout, then it's going to count against the cap. So, like... He hasn't played for, like, two years. Yeah, well, no, he's played, but not much. And he's a fine seventh defenseman, making a league minimum. Like, whatever. He could have made probably even less money, you know. And maybe that's the thing. This is maybe the thing. Maybe he'll get his buyout, and then maybe he'll be able to sign somewhere else. Eh. And come on top. But, like, it's just such a... It was such a weird thing, because, like, it would... Obviously, it's going to cost money anyway, regardless. But, like, if you're looking at it from a cap perspective, like a salary perspective... Why not just bury the contract so that it doesn't count against the salary cap? Because they're already going to be tight to the cap. Like, yeah. they're already kind of straight fucked. Yeah. 
Um, for like reasons and stuff. For like Lady Bing nominee or <sighs> Lady Bing vote reasons, I guess. Um, you know, so they're already kind of strapped for that. So like, I don't understand why you don't just bury it in the in the AHL and not have that nine hundred thousand dollars or the buyout or whatever count against mm-hmm. the cap. So with so there's a theory that it has been floated around real quietly that perhaps Daryl Cates is strapped for cash. Oh, I have heard from other sources that all he does is tell the people to spend less money. Spend less money here. Spend less money there. So everywhere. Yeah. Like everywhere. Yeah. Don't know why they're hiring all these ex-oilers, though. What are they paying them for? Mm, stand around and drink red wine, apparently. Mm. God, what a life. To be a sportsman. Yeah. Hockey man. Um, Mike Hoffman got traded twice <laughs> in the span of, like, 20 oh, minutes. God. That was so delicious. It was really great. So, okay. So, apparently, I don't know if this is true or not, but apparently what's-his-face in Ottawa, Pierre Dorian, didn't want to trade him within the division. So he literally traded him to, like, as far away as he possibly could trade him. And then San Jose was like, all right, so flipped him for picks. Um, mm. Back into the division, which is just, oh, it's so good. It's so good. Just incredible. Um, but I read a really gross comment from Dale Talon, who, like, I think is the worst hockey man. I think we could go back and change that. He said something about how, like, um, uh, that the wives and girlfriends of, of other players have already, like, reached out to what's her face to like make her feel welcome and all this kind of stuff and I was like it's a non-issue no one cares but it's clearly she is not the one that needs the sympathy yeah and support yeah go fuck yourself yeah (sighs) yeah fun times god I hate hockey so fucking much um she says go to sleep she says she's wearing her Taylor Hall (laughs) number nine Taylor Hall (laughs) that doesn't end um, He's not just hockey. No. Oh, he certainly is not just hockey. <laughs> um, uh, my mattress people should be here like any minute. Um, yeah, we're going to have to have a little interruption. <laughs> just a little one. Kelsey's got a mattress in her living room. That's been there for two months, I realized. Really two months. Ordered that shit in April. Um, do you have any other sportsy things you want to talk about? Uh, no. Okay. So it's the end of the school year. Actually, no. Let's stop, and then we'll wait till the mattress people come. And, and then, then we'll pick it up, because okay. otherwise we're going to get interrupted. So I'm yeah. just going to hit pause, and then it's going to sound different. Sorry. <laughs> okay, so we're back. That was a longer time than we expected. It was only, like, 25? Um, yeah, so there was a mattress in Kelsey's living room. We've been here forever. <sighs> An embarrassing long time. And now it's gone. And now it's gone. We just think of all the things that, like, you could use that wall space for. Leaning on. Touching, touching the light switch <laughs> adjusting the temperature yeah which let's be honest here, is not gonna work down at the bottom and <laughs> off until the winter again um yeah it's the end of the school year it is i cried about it not because i was like oh i'm gonna miss my kids so much but like oh, i was the worst teacher i've ever been this semester i know so, megan and we already talked about this it's not true i i know intuitively it's not true but it sucks. You still feel it? Like, mm-hmm. I could have done more. I should have done more. But... I shouldn't have given up so easily on them, but I know I didn't really give up that easily at all. They gave up on themselves. And there's only so much you can do. We've I talked know. about this a thousand times. Yeah, oh, I know. How many students did you have? 219 this year. How many of them would you say are not normal? 
Uh, <laughs> an uncountable number? I like 200. Exactly. Probably. How? How are you supposed to be everything and anything to all of those kids all the time? You can't. It's impossible. Uh-huh. I know. I'm well aware. So the other day, today's Thursday, so on Tuesday after school, I was talking to somebody at work, and it was late. We left about 6 o'clock. And uh, we were just kind of talking about the year and frustrations and time management and work-life balance and things, which I'm much better at now than I used to be. Now I'm like... I think you're incredible at it. There are days where I'm just like, fuck it, I'll do it tomorrow or I won't do it. <laughs> just walk away. I need that in my life. Um, but, uh, so we were talking about those things and because uh, this, this co-worker is uh, taking on a pretty large project for next year and um, it's still going to be a lot. Mm-hmm. And so we were talking about all of this kind of stuff. and But it was funny because as he was talking about some of the things that frustrated him and whatever, and I was just like, yeah, mm-hmm, me too, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, oh, God, I'm not qualified to give advice anymore. <laughs> it was sort of my... No, because everyone has the same shit. Everyone has the same dissatisfaction with what this career is. Because yeah. it's absolutely unreasonable. Unless you don't care about it. If you don't care, then you don't have that same dissatisfaction. But... If you don't care... Why are you doing it? Why are you and doing it? And how are you doing it? Yes. Yeah. I, I agree. I'm just... Anyway. So it was... Yeah, Tuesday was a very frustrating day. I cried. Mm-hmm. Which I don't... I don't do that often about work. Like, yeah. I, I cry about, about lots of stuff. Because I cry all the time. But I don't cry about work very often. But it was just very frustrating. And then and then I, you know, was better, ultimately. Because I talked to... Talked to some people who reminded me that I'm better than think yes of course you are of course you are i don't know but everyone has that moment of catharsis at the end of the year where you're just you're so emotionally and physically and mentally spent yeah because it's exhausting for the kids at the end of the year but it's exhausting for us yeah like everything that we have to do gets ramped up to 27 it's ridiculous well yeah and like you know we have exams right now so like it's nice because we're not teaching regular classes but there's stuff to do in that time yeah and like cleaning up classrooms and marking stuff and getting marks done and and report card comments and what like there's just all these things going on and meetings that you have to go to and yeah it's fine but it's not relaxing no in the same way that people might think it is What's relaxing is you get to do that in your 8 to 4 rather than your 4 to 8. Yes, that is the best part, <laughs> is that the work day is not long. Yes. It's a normal work it's day. It's a normal work day for two weeks out of the year. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's true, which is kind of nice. But it's, you know, but like supervising exams sucks. It's yeah, so boring. And I'm not looking forward to what I have to do tomorrow because there's going to be like 400 kids in the gym. Our gym was sweltering yeah. today. So. Like, it's it's exhausting. Yeah, it really is. Poor kids. Um, but yeah, the end of the year thing, it's uh, it's tough. And, it, you know, I, for me, always, I always, like, think about what can I do better. Mm-hmm. Right? What can I do better next year? Okay, I'm teaching the same course next year. How can I do this thing differently so that it you know, is maybe more effective where it hits more kids or Mm -hmm. makes it a little bit easier on me to deal with. Like, how do I, and I I don't, I don't particularly love being self-reflective in that way because it's like a good reminder of all of the things that I've done wrong. Yeah, it's hard. Um, but I have some ideas, which is kind of nice. Uh Uh-huh. You always have ideas. Um, yeah. 
like make things a little bit different. I got some different courses next year too, so that'll be good. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it'll be, it'll be what it'll be, I guess. I almost cried saying goodbye to my twenty one full years. Yeah. Yeah. It's tough letting go of a class that you've been with a whole year. My full year class. I know you. I finally on the last day, like we did some review, and I was just like, I don't understand where this, how this all happened. Yeah. And that was, and that was my last class of the day, and that's one of the reasons why. I was so frustrated. Yeah. My, I had a few classes like that where I was like, bye. Yeah. Well, it's funny. On the last See day, like, guys down the hall, like, you know, brought treats and, like, stuff for their kids and ice cream sandwiches and stuff. I was like, man, you guys like your kids a lot more than I like mine. But also, I didn't know how many kids were going to show up, and I was right not to bring anything because my period one class had, like, seven kids. Yeah. And my period two class had, like, 14. Yeah. My period three class had, like, six. And then my period four class had, like, uh, 12. <laughs> like, it was not, we were not even high. No. Um, but yeah, it was just, yeah, I didn't, this year I didn't have any of those classes that I was like, well, I'm going to miss you guys. I didn't, didn't feel it. You will next year. Hopefully. Because I didn't really have them that way last year either, but partially because I was just brand new. Yeah. To the school and like, it's hard to feel that with kids you don't really know. Yeah. Um, and you're just trying to jump in. Yeah. So and maybe. you had like swim kids too and. Yeah. You've got more connections now. Yeah, that's true. Um, so maybe I'll miss some people. Maybe I'll, I don't know. Probably not. My favorite kid is only in grade 10 this year, and she's going to be in my English 20 class next year, so that's good. <gasps> Amazing. Yeah. Love that. Yeah, so that'll be fun, and I, I enjoy her, so that'll be good. I just haven't told her she's my favorite. You should. No. She doesn't need to know. Not till. <laughs> Not till later. I was worried that I didn't like enough of my girl students, because I think I have an easier time talking to my boy students, because mm-hmm. it'll just be like... Because they'll always razz me about, like, sports and shit. Yeah. And my girl students are so much more hesitant to do that with a teacher. Mm-hmm. Um, but I tried really hard this year to make sure that I had those female connections, too. I found, I was saying to somebody yesterday, I found it really interesting, because other schools I've been at, um, it's been a lot easier to, like, bond with kids over sports. Mm-hmm. At my school, it's not such a thing, because our kids aren't raised on it in the same way. Um, which, right. Right? Demographically, right, it's just right, very different. Right, right. And so, like, I remember at another school I was at, the year the Packers won the Super Bowl, um, there was a kid, they beat the Steelers, and there was a kid in my class who was a big Steelers fan, so, like, the Monday after the Super Bowl, he sat in the back corner of my classroom, so the Monday after the Super Bowl, I took my Aaron Rodgers jersey into my classroom and just hung it up above his desk, because I'm an asshole, um, and it was amazing, and he walked in, he's like, I'm not sitting there, and I was like, okay, then I guess you're not here today. <laughs> and then he sat down and, you know, and I've, I mean, I've, he's obviously long since graduated and I've seen him many times and like, we we're, we're have a fine relationship now, but like, that's mean. That was like the second week of the semester too. I barely knew the kid, but he was like, he was chirping because he thought that they were going to win and I was like, okay, we'll see what happens. And yeah. then, sucks to suck kid. And I also, to suck. I also tried to kick a kid out of my classroom because he was wearing a Matt Sundin Canucks jersey. And I was like, get that garbage off your body. That's disgusting. Yeah. And uh, he was like, what are you going to do? And I was like, I'm not going to let you back in here is what I'm going to do. <laughs> and then he asked to go to the bathroom. And then he came back and I didn't let him back in for like a good five minutes. <laughs> and then I opened the door and he was like, I thought you were kidding. And I was like, no, I'm very serious. Take that off. And he did. I had one student this year who like, every time I saw him, he was wearing a different sports something. Yeah. Like he had like eight different hockey team sweaters. And I'm just like dude what's your deal like do you just collect shit are you a fan of all of do you watch other like i was just like i don't understand how this is. how this works yeah 
Yeah, it was just like bizarre. So every time he came in, I'd be like, oh, okay, Blackhawks now. Okay, just abandon the other team. Mm-hmm. Got it. <laughs> yeah, no, I, yeah. I like, but this year, the, this school, it's different because the kids don't have that same mm-hmm. attachment. If I was a soccer fan, like an actual one, yeah. that would be very different. For sure. I'm not. I found that, like, since I've been getting into soccer, that really surprises students. Yeah. When you're a fan of soccer. Yeah. Especially when you're a fan of a, you know, tier two <laughs> German, German. <laughs> German team. Which I am fucking heartbroken because our great coach, Julian, is going to go to fucking Leipzig next year. Are they? <gasps> heartbroken. Mark Oot's gone. Soccer dad Julian's gone. He legit is like a soccer dad. Yeah. He'll coach wearing like fucking rolled up jeans yes. and boat shoes oh, I and a love plaid it. shirt. Because he's like 30. I love it. He's amazing. That's incredible. I'll find a good picture. Um, yeah, so I don't know. The end of the year is the end of the year, I guess. Uh, but tomorrow, tomorrow's going to be such a great day. Because uh, there's a guy that I work with who um, talked a bunch of shit about Taylor Hall <laughs> last year. Didn't say much about him this year because we put a moratorium on it because at one point in time at the end of the year last year, he threw the lid of a coffee can as a frisbee and it hit me in the head. Oh my um, god, it that's did, fucked he, up. The best part is that, like he was aiming for somebody who was like 10 feet to the right of me. He was just very bad. Um, and, and, and so, And so, of course, I was not paying attention because I assumed that he was going to, you know, make it to... That's like if Jim Halpert was a, a He's soccer a coach. Soccer I dad. love it. Um, I'll put it on our Instagram story. So I just assumed that, of course, you know, this this <laughs> coffee can lid was going to make it to its target, or like in the vicinity. It did not. That's you know, it's not an unreasonable assumption to make. Yeah. So uh, we put a moratorium on him, like talking about Taylor Hall, saying, talking shit about Taylor Hall. Uh, it's like because you hit me in the head. So you're not allowed to say anything bad about you, anymore. You physically abused me. Yeah, you've revo- I, I've revoked your privileges. Um, and then, <laughs> but tomorrow I'm going to take my Taylor Hall fan club flag that I have. Oh, Megan, we forgot. And uh, shit, fuck. Um, I'm gonna take my Taylor Hall fan club flag, and I'm going to go to my parents' house and pick up a hockey stick, and I'm gonna make it into like a, a flagpole, and I'm gonna just like walk up and down the halls for a while, and then I'm gonna leave a magnet. Somewhere in his classroom that he won't find right away, but he will eventually. And it'll be great. Like at the bottom of a filing cabinet drawer, and just leave it Ooh. there. Yeah. I'd be more over it than that. Oh, I'm going to walk in and True. have the course of Vindicated by Dashboard Confessional playing as I walk into his classroom. Um, just the magnet's going to be like a special added touch. The fucking best. For like next year <laughs> when he comes back. Just a reminder. Yeah. Still, you know, yeah. 296 days of Taylor Hall being there. Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> just every day, just email him. Uh, <laughs> this is another picture of Taylor Hall holding the heart trophy. That's a great idea, man. You might ask if I'm committed to the joke. I of am. course you are. I'm 100% committed to the bit. Um, yeah, so that's my, my end of school, whatever. And I'm taking some time off next week because I can. So. Yes, and you should. And then I have summer school, which is great. And I signed my contract for summer school, and it pays really well. So there we go. Perfect. Yep. Summer school's so, so so clutch and chill. Do you know how big you're? Uh, 19. Yeah. What is it? 31, 32? 22, 32. 22, 32. Yeah. Okay. Which is perfect. Because then the writing is the same. Yeah. And just different standards. Perfect. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. 
Wonderful. Love it. Get to watch Interstellar. Get paid a bunch of money to do that. I get to watch, I uh, listen to Shawshank again, get paid a bunch of money to do that. Mm-hmm. Get to watch Taming of the Shrew probably, get paid a bunch of money to do that. 10 Things I Hate About You, I can probably swing in. Love it. Probably get the Shawshank movie in there in a summer school course. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Of it's course. Great. Yeah, it'll be good. It'll be lots of fun. And then, I don't know, August, we'll do August things. But no work. No work. None. Not allowed. Are you excited for your trip? Fuck yeah. When do you leave? July 2. That's soon. I know. It's real soon. It's real soon. So where are you going? Again, we've talked about this, but I forgot. Australia. Uh, and New Zealand. I don't know. We land in <sighs> Sydney. That's like asking my mom what's for dinner, and she's like, sober. I'm like, for God's sake. Okay, well, that's rude. Um, I would say food. Um, <laughs> we are going to Sydney. We have tickets to go to an Aussie Rules football game. Yes. That's going to be amazing. That is going to be in Melbourne. Uh, we are renting a juicy camping van. And I hate camping, Megan. And I'm going to be camping for a month straight. This is my shocked face that you hate camping. Wife of the year. Really? You're renting a van. It's not real camping. Well, I'm just I thought saying. you meant like really to me being wife. No, no. I was like, how dare you? Well, you know my struggle. We all make choices, man. We all <laughs> make choices. Uh, Although I feel like you could probably like leverage that into something. No, I can't. Why not? That's not how relationships work. Oh, it should. Like, remember <laughs> the time that I camped for a month? You could 100% leverage that. Remember that time that it's unhealthy to keep score in relationships? So you remember that time that I camped for a month? Uh, and then went to Whitehorse for nine weeks? <laughs> just saying. I'm, I'm just saying that there are there are ways, I suppose. As a cube reminded me, I've made choices. You have made choices. I have made choices. You've made lots of choices. Some of them I don't great. understand. My um, marriage is great. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. Like and yet, like yesterday, did, as you saw in my Instagram story, I thank you for apologizing to me, but also just don't. <laughs> no, I'm gonna keep doing it. It's so gross. My husband's great because I had a fucking fever yesterday. Went home sick, halfway through the school day. Slept for four hours straight. Oh, that's the dream. Oh no, I was so fucked up when I woke up. I had no idea where I was. Did you know what time it was? Did you know if it was morning or night? Because that's always at this time of year it's the worst. Or like in the winter time when it's like it's the worst. It's five o'clock. It's pitch black, and you're like, "Did I sleep through work? What has happened?" And my husband had been home sleeping off his post call shift, and he didn't know I came home because I slept in the guest room. Yeah, he had gotten up, had a loud phone interview, (laughs) cooked some shit, unloaded the dishwasher. Didn't hear a single fucking thing. And then he left and calls me at like 4.30. He's like, where are you? And I was like, where are you? I thought he would still be here. I was like, I'm in the office. And he was like, what the fuck? <laughs> Why? It was so bizarre. And then he came home, brings me flowers and my favorite granola. That was nice of him. Compliments my ice pack hat. <laughs> Holds toes with me. so gross. As we watched it <laughs> Oh my god, that's so disgusting. I hate everything about that sentence. And then Taylor Hall was like, I want to thank my girlfriend and my family. And Chris was like, he thanked you! It was amazing. Oh, there you go. He's a great dude. Uh Uh-huh. The toe thing is like a (laughs) joke. I I can't get over it. It's so gross. 
Um, I it's keep like doing it forever. It's like sometimes when I see, I don't know how you feel about this, and I, sometimes when I see like people, um, there's this thing on Instagram that I've noticed. There's like slime videos, which I don't really understand, where people like play with slime, and oftentimes the people yes, play with slime. With I don't get it, but oftentimes the people who are playing with slime also have like the, the nails, nails, and I can't. I've also it's noticed. It's so gross. It is. I've also noticed there's a weird thing. And it's not just the slime. It's the, like, squishing the sponges. Yeah. And they'll have cars, like, run Yeah, they're wet sponges. and dry. Yeah, it's so... Or, or scoring soap and then, like... What? I don't that? get it. Like, they're... The only ones that I don't mind of those are, like, the kinetic sand. Yeah, I like that. The, but the rest of them... And the ones that are, like, filmed backwards. Yeah. That the rest cool. of them, and I liked it when the, the lady with the paint mixing, when she was just paint mixing, I loved those. Mm-hmm. Like with the mirrored one. Yeah, or just that always end up looking like <laughs> like vulvas, the genus, like yeah. always. hundred percent. But no, even just without the just I like that. Just yeah. To see it. But now when she's like making all the things, I don't like it so much. Oh, I haven't seen her do other stuff. Yeah, she makes like molds and stuff. It's fine. She's still doing the same stuff, but yeah. it's just not. The, it's just That's not like great. yeah. It's not just like the bits of paint and then making new colors out of it. Um, but yeah, I don't understand the slime videos, and then when it's with the nails, I can. I know, and I, I don't like them. Why are they in my feed? Yeah. Like, I scroll past them every time. I'm not clicking on them. Yeah, and they're they're popular. Why? I don't know. I don't like it. It's I gross. don't either. It's some weird fetish shit, isn't it? It probably is. Just like the cupcake keeper and his fucking gloves fetish. You think so? A hundred percent. Why? He never takes those off. I know, but he's the one who gets fingerprints on the glove. I don't know. Would you want to touch the Stanley Cup? I wouldn't want to touch the Stanley Cup. Um, not after it's been like in the possession of hockey it's players. Cleaned all the time. Just saying. You're not gonna catch chlamydia from the cup. <laughs> What's the worst that could happen? I don't know. I'm just. I wouldn't want to touch it. Mm. Those hockey players are gross. They're really love them. We do. This <laughs> <laughs> is the other tattoo. Hockey players are gross. So we go on. We love them. Okay, <laughs> ran that one down too. <laughs> We could probably put those on t-shirts or something. That's true. Sports are so dumb, I love them. Um, I finished listening to that podcast. Which one? The In the Dark, season one. Yes. All the way through. Uh-huh. And so she was gonna do, um, just eight episodes, but then, like, the guy confessed, like, just before she released the first one. Fuck. So she did, like, a, kind of a follow-up, a ninth one, and sort of some, tied up some loose ends and stuff. Super interesting. Super, mm. super interesting. Um, but I started listening today to the second season, and it's about uh, a guy who's been tried six times for the same crime. What's the crime? He allegedly murdered four people. But how is he being tried? I don't know. Times? I don't know. I'm super curious to find out. Because isn't there the double jeopardy law? Yeah, I don't know. I'm not sure. So I'm curious. Huh. Um, and it's interesting because it said it happened in in northern uh, Mississippi. And so the accents are a bit of a challenge to listen to right now, just because, yeah. you know, and especially because the last one was in Minnesota, and that's a much more, like, Mo easy Rose, to listen. Minnesota. But, yeah. it, but it wasn't even quite like that. Oh, really? It, yeah, it was just kind of flat Midwestern, you mm. know. Um, but remember I said last week that I was curious about, like, the layout of this place and, like, this dead-end road? I did look yeah. it up. Oh. And it makes sense. It does. So, yeah, so there's this road that comes out of town, and it is a dead-end road, and there's some cul-de-sacs off of it. Um... But it it's part of the town. But the way that they kept phrasing it was like they're riding into town as if it was like 
But just, they're just going in the direction of town. Yes, they're going. Essentially. Yeah, okay. but they still live inside whatever this town is, and so they're that just was maybe the, on like a suburban outskirts. Yeah, situation. yeah, they're kind of on the fringe. But the way that it was phrasing as they were riding into town as if it was like separate from. Yeah, I'm thinking of it like rural. Yeah, like rural prairies where there's like you're in your you live on the highway. Yeah, and town is here, mm-hmm. and that's not what it was. So it made more sense once I. That's such a heartbreaking story. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, this one, the, yeah, this guy allegedly murdered four people, and he has maintained his innocence since 1996. So. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's, it's, it's interesting. Are they all women? No. Oh. No. I don't know. Um, they were all people who worked at this store. Did he work at this store? No. No, but they were all found by another employee who was coming in to work. Oh, so they're all killed at once. Yeah. Oh, I thought he meant he was just, like, picking them off. No, no, no. Fuck, no. I'd quit. No. So quick. Yeah, no kidding, hey? Like, he's just, yeah, See Um, yeah. It's, so, no, that's been pretty interesting um, so far. But it was interesting to hear the wrap-up for the last one, too. Just kind of how it was resolved. And it's, you know, like we said last week, like, the idea of policing is very different now, I think, than it was. Yeah. That long ago, and I think you have to sort of remember. Like, I think about the movie LA Confidential whenever I think of, like, differences in police. Fuck, I love right? that movie. so it's good. so good. But when you, like, watch how they do their detective work, it's so, like... By like, just, like, beating people up. Yeah, you're like, okay, I suppose that's how things Having sex with subjects. Yeah. Or suspects. Yeah. And then taking photos through someone's open window. Yeah. Very, very different from yeah. how things... Oh, little Simon Baker just get fucking killed in that movie. Spoilers. Sorry. For LA Confidential. For a 21 year old movie. I'm just. Yeah, I'm at just, least. I'm just saying. Um, it's a great show. Do you know what else I want to talk about? Sure. That still image of Chris Pine from Wonder Woman. <gasps> Did we not talk about that last week? I don't believe so. We, I don't remember. We yelled about a lot of things. Oh, we did. Are they. This is going to sound awful. <laughs> Are they Steve Rogering, Steve Trevor? <laughs> No, I don't know. I'm not sure how that's working. All I know, what I know about the movie is it's set in 1984. Yes. And it's going to be a lead up to how she ends up being part of the Justice League. Like, how did Diana get there? Um, so I'm not sure. So how is... I legitimately do not care. Like, I, know. I, I don't care. I understand. <laughs> I agree. I'm I, happy that he's Chris back. Chris Pine is in it. He looks fucking great. Oh, so good. Give me the 80s color palette. Oh, yeah. Give me the shapes. Give the me music. the jewelry. Give me the music. Oh, a delight to the senses. I mean, Wonder Woman, when you look at, like, what she wears as her, like, her, like, crime-fighting costume, that is, like, peak 80s. <laughs> Would you call it? Do you think she calls it a costume? Well, I mean, it is <laughs> when she's not dressed as, when she's not trying to blend in as a human being. She's in her, but I feel like it's very, like, peak 80s. Oh, 100%. Sweetheart neckline. Yeah. It's a... Yeah, Bright, it, it, red, it's, gold, blue, very yeah. primary. Yeah. yeah. It's very... And high boots. High boots. Ooh, the high boots. Yeah. And the fucking tiara. Yeah. Oh, Which functions as just a hairband, really. Like, it's really just a headband. Yeah, that's true. Right? Like, and then the hair. It's gonna be great. But that color palette, I'm very excited, and it's interesting too, because I saw, I saw that, that still image, and there's one more, I think, of her. Mm-hmm. And then... Through the TVs. People were looking at, like, yeah, and then people were looking at still images from, like, <laughs> Batman versus Superman, and it's all just, like, dark and gray, and it's dark so blues, and it's just so bright, and, like, fun, and yeah. enjoyable. And the other one was very bright, too, especially yes. on... in comparison. The 
Goddess Island. Yes, in comparison to yeah. the other ones. Um, but yeah, so I'm very much looking forward to that. Okay. I mean, I knew this, that he was going to be in it. He had signed a contract, yeah. Did you see the great, speaking of Instagram videos, the, the Instagram videos of them shooting her running down the street? Yes. And she's on wires, and her feet don't touch the Yeah. Because <laughs> she's like... Working really hard. Oh, just fucking booting it. That's funny. Oh, can't wait to see what that is. It's going to be so great. Um, yeah. I'm just very excited about that. Me too. And when I saw that. And I, and I like the look of confusion on Chris Pine's face. Because he's very clearly, like, a man out of time. Oh, absolutely. And I love it. And so what I like is that, I'm assuming, is that Diana has, like, navigated this world now for however long and knows And she how. has to teach She him. has to teach which I think is going to be really great. Oh, God. Which I think is one of the reasons still why I love Wonder Woman so much. Yeah. Because it was very much, like, a partnership. Mm-hmm. And not just, like, a sidekick, a dumb, you know, a dumb pretty sidekick. And I liked that. Yeah. He's pretty. And he was but a she's sidekick. the man who can. Yeah, of course she is. So good. I'm very excited for it. Oh, I so can't believe it was a year ago. I know. I know. Jesus. <sighs> just so how many good. terrible, awful things have happened since then? I know. Like, it's just been so bad. It was the light of the year. And all of the Avengers died since then. <laughs> <laughs> like it's just not all of them. No, it's not. That's true. Fifty percent. <laughs> Spoilers for Avengers. I don't care anymore. It's been fucking two months. Yeah. Bro. Yeah. Um, apparently, I don't know if this is going to shock you, Jurassic World, not good. Meh. One of my kids went to see it, and he came in, and he was like, Miss, have you seen the new Jurassic World? I'm like, no. Although he said, have you seen the, the second, and what he said was, have you seen the second Jurassic Park? And I was like, like, you mean the Lost World from, like, 1995? Of course I have. And he's like, no, like, the one that's out right now. And I was like, no, 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 there are five of them. This is the fifth. And the only three that count are the first ones. Also, the third one's bad. It is bad, but it's better than the last one. Mm-hmm. Um, and he was like, well, whatever. He's like, it was really bad. And I was like, like, how bad? He's like, like, so bad and so dumb. He's like, I don't understand why they did what they did. Really? Yeah. From a child's perspective. Yeah. A child is, like, not particularly insightful in English class. <laughs> and he was just like, I don't get it. It didn't make any sense to me. And I was like, okay, cool. Oh, boy. Yeah. That's rough. Which, now that I know sort of what it's about, I'm like, yeah, I don't get that decision either. But I, like, I really like the trailers, because I love, I think we talked about this last time, I loved how they put the theme into that minor key. Yeah. Ooh, it sounds great. It's very good. I mean, I'll probably watch it, and it'll be fun. Like, yeah. you know, but I'm not expecting, like, anything good out of it, I don't think. No. I think it's just a, it's just a popcorn just summer, summer blockbuster movie. Go watch dinos eat people, and volcanoes explode, because that's not relevant to the present at all. Nope. No, there's no volcanoes exploding. The world's yeah. not ending. What are you talking about? There hasn't been two volcanoes exploding in the last week. <sighs> what is happening in this world? Mother, she's just had enough of our shit. I don't blame her. Do you blame her? No. No. I don't blame her. Just, as I said, heat death of the universe. Hit me with it. I'm ready. I've done everything I can do. <laughs> um. Got rid of a mattress. I've peaked. <laughs> That's true. That is true. Did I speaking of uh, of that? Did I ever tell you about the plan that my friend Aaron and I had to set up a uh, an account on ChristianMingle.com? For would you like to take a guess at who our like ultimate target might be? To get yeah, gotta oh. work your way up. Christian Mingle. 
don't know. Well, it, the key was it had to be Christian Mingle. Tim Tebow. That was our, like, that was our, we never. I think Erin could do it. I think she could, too. I think she I could do like it. I feel like we should do it. Just uh, keeps her hair blonde, keeps it long. Yeah. Keeps her running. Yeah. Girl looks great. Yeah. I don't know if she listens. Shout out Erin. She does sometimes. Um, <laughs> yeah, I was just, it was just really, really funny. Also, this is not a reference to our robot friend, Erin. No. No longer has a beard, and so, to me, no longer exists. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't have anything more to talk about. Do you have anything to talk about? Nah. Remember that time to the Hall and the Heart Trophy? Mm, it's just like it was yesterday. Oh, wait. <laughs> it was. It wasn't even 24 hours ago. <sighs> Life has been great. Just I woke up this morning happy. Just like. And relaxed. It's another day. It's a new day. I took today off work because I got some days for like the coaching that I do, and so I took one of them today. And my plan was to sleep till about ten, and I woke up at like quarter to six. Yeah, your body's just attuned to it now. And I was just like, God damn! But I went to bed at like two thirty because I read forever, and I was not happy about it. But but I'm getting wait. sick. Yes, me too. So I'll, Monday will be nice to sleep in. Yes, but just wait until. Like August second, August third, and your sleep cycle is gonna be so fucked up. Oh, my summer school ends on the twenty eighth of, of yeah. July, and by the Monday, I will be going to bed at four in the morning, getting up at noon. Guaranteed. Yeah, me too. It's the w- and I don't want to stay up no. that late, but it just like my body falls apart. Yeah, and I'm gonna be yeah. I think part of it for me is like I get tired so then I nap in the afternoon, yeah. and then I can't go to bed. It's not so much that's what happens to me, and I'm just. Like, yeah. And then that last week before school starts is just hell. a struggle. It's hell. I don't like it. Um, do you want to do some questions? Yes. Hit me with questions. Okay. It's going to take a second. Oh, no. I was in the right account. I had one from Larissa. Could you find want, it? And Malcolm, if we want to start with that. Okay. I'm going to do this one first because it's just funny to me. Okay. Who do you think the Flames will draft with their first three rounds of picks? And the answer is nobody because they don't have. Oh. They don't have a pick until the fourth round this year. Sucks to suck, Calgary. Sucks to suck. Fourth round? Jesus. Yes. Uh, okay. If you had a... This is from Malcolm. If you had a time machine, but you could only go back to watch a hockey game, what game would you watch? Ooh. Like, to go back in person and watch yeah. it? Yeah. Like, you have tickets, you're there. Round one, game seven, uh, against Dallas in 1997. Oh, shit. For sure, I I will I think I will never forget that. There was a time you could call in to the Examiner, the Edmonton Examiner, it was like the community newspaper, and it's like you know regional for the city or whatever. And you could call into their number, and you could hear a recording of Rod Phillips calling that goal, and you could like push two to listen to like the Dallas radio broadcast, and they were like in the booth beside like, up cool. there, and you could hear Rod Phillips and Morley Scott on the Dallas broadcast because they were yelling so loud. Amazing. It was just, it was absolutely incredible. I think, that, yeah, that's that's the one I would do. That's a good choice. I don't, God, that's really specific. I would just choose, like, the golden goal, man. Olympics final. Yeah. That would be amazing. Not, to me, that's too much. I don't think I could handle it. It's too much? Yeah. Now, okay, here's a question. Do I know the outcome of the game and I just get to see it? Yes. Of course. You have a time machine. Okay, because then, yeah, then, then that might be okay. But if, but if I had to go back without knowing, like, the outcome of the game, 
I don't think I could take that kind of like crowd intensity. Oh. That's why it's too much. Oh, I see. That's fair. Yeah. Or I'd go back and watch uh, Brett Favre in the Super Bowl. Either or. Well, I feel like if I had a time machine, maybe there's some better use for it. I'd go back and kill Hitler. I think at this point, just seeing the political climate in the world, that if we'd just gotten rid of the fascists in the 30s, I feel like, perhaps. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, right? Just just take the whole movement away. Um, that would not be good. So I'm going to ask some questions that you asked, or a question that you asked last night. Okay. Um, how does it feel to be actual geniuses? Oh, it feels great. I, I don't feel different, but it's just, it's great to feel, you know, lauded by my peers. <laughs> So would you say that feeling like a genius in this respect is kind of like winning the Ted Lindsay Award? I'm going to say no. Because oh. not everyone believes it. Okay. Fair enough. All right. But I do. <laughs> um, what did Peter Trelli think or say when uh, Hall won that award? Um, I think it was I think a rationalization. He, I think he said, how do I get that guy on my team? I think is what he said. No, I think he's like, but Larson's gonna be great this year. Mm-hmm. Or some shit. But hey, you can't discount those thirteen points that he scored last year. That's it. Yeah. Well, he's a demon. But stuff. <sighs> Taylor Hall. He's free. He's liberated. He is. And he's vindicated. And he's a goddamn gem. Mm-hmm. And I love him. Um. God, Amanda, why do you do this? Um, how did you feel all day walking around in public just telling random strangers how right you were? Well, I just wrote, had Taylor Hall on my shirt. Yeah. So I didn't have to say it. Yeah. They knew. I went to a summer school meeting at a school, a different school than the one that I teach at, and, uh, sat down and was talking about whatever, and then, uh, I was like, oh. And someone asked if I had watched the initial words, and I was like, of course. And they're like, do you think you should have won the, the heart? And I was like, uh-huh. I don't know why you're asking that question, but absolutely. And here's all the reasons why. Oh my god. Please tell me who it was after we stop recording. I will. Or text it to me right now. Um, okay. <laughs> um, Amanda has another question. Yes. Um, I'm also going to ask the question that all 200 hockey men are currently wondering. How does Taylor Hall winning the Heart Trophy affect the Toronto Maple Leafs? God. That's a great question. It is a great question. Well, Amanda, I feel like the Toronto Maple Leafs... Um, we'll probably one day have Taylor Hall in their sights because he's, you know, a local-ish boy or mm-hmm. whatever. Um, but he's never going to sign there. You don't think so? Why? Uh, because the young kids in Toronto are, they're far enough, like, they're young enough that... They don't need him. Yeah. That's true. That's totally true. They Unless it's like a Marlowe situation, like at the end of his career, kind of. Yeah. Something like that, but I doubt it. That's totally true. That's a valid point. Um, Toronto's doing fine. Is it possible to be too petty over Halloween the heart? No. We haven't even reached the peak of our pettiness. I'm trying to think what would be peak petty for us. And I think, I really firmly believe that it would be the New Jersey Devils winning the Stanley Cup in Edmonton and Taylor Halloween the Consumites after having scored the Cup. But that doesn't involve us personally. It doesn't matter. Do you have any idea? just how great that would be. I thought you meant like Pete Petty would be like shitting in a box and shaping it into a number nine and emailing it to Peter Chirelli. Like, to me, that's pretty fucking petty. <laughs> but just like to feel just, we could be, but do you know how smug we could feel about that? Yeah. That situation? It feels so great. 
Um, because I've been thinking about that. That'd be just that. That'd be so. No, so not even him scoring it, but like a Chris Russell own goal. Him getting credit for it, but it going in off Chris Russell's yeah. like stick as he went down to block a shot. Uh-huh. <laughs> that'd be fucking great. Yeah, that'd be. There you go. Make it so. Um. Ba, 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 ba. How do we rate Taylor Hall's suit on a scale of one to nine? I think the answer is sixty-nine. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds about right. Um, how do you rate Taylor Hall's reaction when Connor won the Ted Lindsay Award? I didn't actually see that, so I don't know. It's fine. Yeah, he was just like, like him and Connor are friends. Yeah, like. And Taylor's not really, like, a spotlight dude. Not at all. So I think he was probably, like, fine with it. Should there have been more uh, female hockey players involved in the ceremony? Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Next question. (laughs) Um, Just fill in the blank here. Hall's tux was blank. 69. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, you're hilarious. How does it feel to to be a pair of geniuses that came from someone else? Well, 69. Oh, you are the worst. (laughs) Um, what else we have? Last yeah. question from Amanda. It's yeah. a bad one. Oh, God. It's oh, it's FMK. this FMK, isn't it? It's a bad Fuck. one. Because, like, why do you, Amanda, why? What's wrong with <laughs> she you? She loves to torture us. She does, and I'm going to change them after I say these anyway. So, Derek England, Andre Kopitar, yeah. Victor Hedman. I'm going to say, kill Kopitar. Okay. F. Hedman, you marry Derek England. Okay. Even though I would never want to live in Vegas ever, ever, ever. Yeah. I think that's kind of the I think choice. that's the only way to go. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. What are you changing it to? Well, I was going to say, I was just going to pick better people. I was going to keep Derek England in oh. there, but then I was just going to be like, and Brian Boyle. Yes. And Taylor Hall. Oh, fuck. <laughs> no, I swear we've done this before. Because no. we decided we can't kill Brian Boyle. No, you can't kill Brian Boyle. So that's... you marry Brian Boyle. Of course you marry Brian Boyle. And you fuck Boyle. Taylor Hall. Yes. And you kill whoever the third is. <laughs> This is a very easy equation. It's not bad. Um, do we have any more? Someone, the question was just why when I asked for questions, and I was like, that's a good one. Um, because our existence depends on it. Um, Tyler says there are no questions, there's only Taylor Hall, and I think that that's true on a lot of levels. It is. Because there, there's two ways you can take that statement, because there now, it's kind of like Obi winning the cup. It's there an are now to the question. no questions yeah. about his his abilities as a player. Or there shouldn't be. Oh, I mean there are because people are the worst, but he's um, got going on. Um, okay, if you were having a if you were at the movies and you were buying a candy snack, not popcorn, mm. would you Skittles or M and M's? And why? M and M's. Why? I can't eat more than like ten Skittles. But I could fucking eat a thousand M&M's, especially if they're peanut M&M's. Is that the best one? Yeah. I like the peanut butter M&M's the best. Mm. I don't like peanut butter. I like Reese's peanut butter cups. What? But I don't like peanut butter. I I'm feel a weirdo. like we might not be able to be friends anymore. Because <laughs> I would eat a peanut butter sandwich every day. Can't stand it. Can't stand the smell. Can't the texture, but love it inside a little chocolate cup. I contain multitudes. I... I don't know. 
I, I just, I'm not sure what to say to that. You are a little bit speechless. I am a little bit speechless. Mike had a question, but I wanted to ask you about something that I was talking about with someone before. Okay. Before we get there. Okay. So, uh, Matt Henderson said earlier this Hey, today, Arch. Um, okay. Uh, th- yesterday he said, a year ago I wrote about how re-signing uh, Russell would be a horrible mistake. I took a lot of heat for it in the media. Today I'm seeing a lot of people gripe about the Oilers and the cap crunch and unable to make moves because of Chris Russell's deal. Weird. Because um, of course he did. Someone replied and said, would rather have Russell at 4 million who can play the right side and take bullets for his team than Sakura who can't play right side and is now the third best lefty on the team at 5.5. Maybe, sure, fair, but whatever. But that's not the question. Um, and then... Matt says, saying that Chris Russell can also play the right side is like saying your car can also double as your house. <laughs> While technically true, it's not ideal. <laughs> your car can also double as your house. Oh, like, Matt, you're tr- the fucking best. And both of those things are true. It is true, and it's not ideal. Yeah. And then someone replied to this and says, this is a false analogy as sleeping in one's car and playing the offside on D have more differences than similarities. So, Matt got well actually But that's a metaphor. But th- isn't that how analogies work? Yes. So, and then and then I, Matt and I were talking, and I was like, I think maybe he doesn't understand how analogies work, and the guy comes back and he's like, I do, they are fallacious when employed to give strength to an argument. I was like, but isn't that how you do things? And then he says, good, uh, um... Oh, good on you for so spo- Matt says, good on you for spotting that playing out of position is not actually the same as using your car for dog transport needs. A cat is also not a dog, and love is also not a lamb. I'm glad we're playing the this isn't that game together. <laughs> Fucking Matt. Oh, so, go but my, so here's my question about this analogy thing. Like, that's not how analogies work, is it? Because, like, it's right. Matt is right that saying that, you know, this thing is true is like saying this other thing is true. Mm -hmm. And it is true, but it's not the best solution to the problem. No. It's just a comparison, Mm -hmm. right? So this dude is wrong. Yeah. Because of course you're going to use comparisons to give strength to your argument. Yeah. It's called rhetoric. People are so dumb. Yeah. I think, I think... Just the word fallacious? Yeah. What does fallacious mean? false. Oh. Well, you could have just said fucking false. Of course you could have, but he wasn't going to. Is it spelled P-H or F? F. Oh, fuck. I had a phallic joke in there. That would have been pretty funny. Oh, uh, Tom wants us to talk about that The Last Jedi is the best main series Star Wars movie. movie. I still like Force Awakens better. Do you? I rewatched it and kind of quit two-thirds of the way through because it's so long. Last Jedi? Yeah. I still like Force Awakens better. I think it's tighter. Whereas Last Jedi has some stuff that yeah. can be trimmed down. But it's also, like, it's not, I think it's just suffering that, like, middle movie thing. Yes. Right, because it's opening up some... Avenues for future stories. Which is fine. Mm-hmm. Which you have to kind of expect out of that. Um, I think I think the direction, though, in Last Jedi is better. I think Ryan Johnson did a better job mm. with working with some of the characters, especially, than... Interesting. Um, than J.J. Abrams did. The camera's more still. In Last Jedi. Yeah. And, like, I will still, like, that, that, that choreography of that fight scene oh, it's gorgeous. is brilliant. And when I watch the cinema scenes about it, he talks about, like, this is how you choreograph a fight scene, where you have, like, the actors moving and not the cameras cutting. Yes. Makes it so much easier to watch. Yeah. 
Because Truly. you're not seeing, it's not all these quick jarring cuts, it's just, you know, here's what's happening. It's poetry in motion. And, and it's a choreographed fight, so they're actually doing the thing that it looks like they're doing. Yeah. As opposed to... It's gorgeous in this, the, the slow-mo spin. Yeah. Stunning. It's phenomenal. Yeah. Love it. They should have just made babies after it. I'm just saying. It's, like, that's clearly where this is, like, so, is heading. For you the think two. so? I think so. Because I think, and this here, and this is why I've been like I, I read an article I can't remember probably three or four months ago about this idea that like this like light and dark, mm-hmm. you know, and the dark side and all this and how that like basically what they're trying to say is that both of them have both sides of of that in them. So if we're talking about like genetics and like a put Putney Square, is that what that thing was called Punnett. in high school? Punnett Square. Then they will have their babies will have like. A quarter? <laughs> no, there's just it's no, no. But I mean, like, if you want to look at it and like the like the force sensitive thing or whatever, because they both have that clearly, and they have that like weird force bond, um, which is super interesting mm-hmm. that that's finally like an established thing. But no, just the idea that like a person in that universe isn't exclusively on one side or the other, right? Like when Kylo doesn't, they contain multitudes. Well, because they're actual people. Like when when Kylo Ren doesn't. Um, shoot the ship down that his mother is in. Yeah. Right? On because he knows she's there and doesn't do it. Mm-hmm. Um, and so you see that little bit um, and the fact that like he's almost willing almost willing to like give up everything that he has for Rey is mm-hmm. like a, you know not something you would expect from like that Vader-esque. Right. Whereas like Vader was definitely like dark side. Yeah, like everything to him is... Until the very, very, Is black very and white, end, right? Yes. Yeah. But, whereas this is only the second movie and you're already seeing that that difference. And Ray, like we talked about in our Star Wars uh, review episode when we talked about um, the anus. Water anus. The water anus. Yes. Right, but she like went to the dark immediately. Yeah. Even though she's sort of portrayed as this like... And Being so I think, I think to me that's why I find that... Mm-hmm. That's where I think that is headed. And that's why. Mm-hmm. Because so, there's balance, and it doesn't it doesn't mean that there has to be like, you know, all light on this side and all dark on this side. There mm-hmm. just needs to be some balance. Balance in somewhere. that. Um, which leads me to maybe this hot take: Is the true villain of the Last Jedi Poe Dameron? I think it could be one of them, mm-hmm. and also Hux. Because that's how it's setting up. I think Hux. I think is just. I think it's setting up for him to be the villain of the next one. You think so? Yeah. But he has no power. He does. He will. But, like, no, like, force power. No. He doesn't need it. He's just a general. Oh, Tyler sent a question. Oh, okay. What does he say? Last breaking question. Okay. Something. Oh, he says, this has been a day and my first beer is almost done. Should I have a second? The yes. answer is always. Yes. Always. Um, I'm just gonna reply sixty nine. <laughs> <laughs> like have sixty nine of them or just just the number sixty nine. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> as a treat for you for later, Dad. <laughs> oh, gross. And our, uh, our last question for Mike. Last question for Mike. Don't call me, Mike. It's fucking a, don't call me. It's a good me. one. I I really oh, I was like looking at our text. I was like, where can, where can I find it? And I remember now. Would you rather? I hate these. Continue. I know my answer to this one, like, right away. It's so good. Um, sit next to David Staples on a flight to Australia. 
Visit every site in Terry Jones's browser history. Or teach Hamlet to a class full of NHLers. Jesus fucking Christ. I would teach Hamlet to a class full of, course, of NHLers. Of course, because I actually care about that. And I think NHLers, even though we said they were 69% illiterate last time. Ah, uh, we said 40. We said, I said 40, you said 69. Thank you. Um, <laughs> they love music. Yeah? And so you could make that work. Oh, yeah. But the other shit, fuck, that's a nightmare. That's my personal hell. Like, if you had to, like, here's a question about visiting every site in Terry Jones. Do you have to just, like, click the link but not look at it? Because if that counts, then you can just, like, not. You know what I mean? I feel like you have to absorb. I feel, okay, so let's take out the Teach Hamlet to a class full of NHLers. Between those two? Yeah. Staples on a flight to Australia. Uh, or every site in Terry Jones' browser history. Every site in Terry Jones' browser history. Yeah. Because I don't have to speak to anyone. True. You can just process and be like, yep. Uh-huh. Okay. Yep. Whereas if I had to sit next to that blowhard for 15 fucking hours... Somebody would uh, not make it out of that alive. No. And it would be... Be me of alcohol poisoning. <laughs> be like, not a mini bottle of wine, please. Oh, man. Coming Too from much. a non-drinker, that's, that's a great for help. Yeah, no, that, that is a great for help. It's true. Um, yeah, no, for sure teach anything to a room full of NHLers. Like, literally anything. 100%. Would I have, the night before, an anxiety attack over what I was going to wear that day? 100%. Oh, of course you would. But would I fucking crush it? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, I would not have an anxiety attack over it. I'd be like, oh, I'm going to wear my blue hoodie today. <laughs> just going to do like Mark Zuckerberg and other, and just like not choose. Mm. Just, that's what I do. And I can put on dirty t-shirts all the time because I don't care. Perfect. Um, at work, speaking of, I don't. I didn't wear shorts at all while like we still had kids, but I wore a pair of shorts yesterday. And someone was like, "I didn't know you own shorts." And I was like, "I don't know why that matters, but yeah." Like then, when the summer rolls around, it's just t-shirts and shorts all the time. Yeah. I like don't put pants on unless I absolutely have to, even when I go camping. It's the worst. Yeah. Pants are the worst. They're pretty bad. Um. Do you have anything else you want to talk about? No. You're good. Yep. So maybe. When we stop recording, we gotta figure out what we're gonna do. Correct. About books and stuff. Correct. And whatever. Um, cause I do have some time next week. Mm-hmm. Me too. And you do as well. Just not... Yeah, we'll talk about it after. Yeah, so we're gonna do some book stuff, and then we're gonna figure out what else is going on. Cause we could, if we really wanted to, make like nine short episodes about The Great Gatsby, one per chapter. We could. They would be short. Like half an hour. <sighs> no, we fucking suck at that. It'd be two hours long. Yeah, and then we would want to murder each other. Yeah. Um. So, but we could like conceivably split that up into a bunch. Yeah. And then we'll kind of figure some things out from there. Mm-hmm. Um. Thanks for listening and indulging us to talk about Taylor Hall. Just, it's a good feeling. It is a great feeling. It's a great feeling. Um, it's just so wonderful. Very proud of him. He deserved it. Yeah. He really did. He's crushing it. And just in case anyone doesn't agree with us, most outstanding player to is not team. the same as most valuable to his team. To his team. Um, because without Connor McDavid, the Oilers were still a non-playoff team. Correct. And on that note, you can find our stuff on iTunes and SoundCloud and Stitcher and Google Play. Yeah. I'm on Twitter at GarbageFireBod. Meg is on Twitter at Make 14 You can find us on Instagram. At GarbageFireBodcast. Yeah. 
You can find me at Big14. My Instagram is pretty boring. Mostly it's just me grumbling about not wanting to get up in the morning. Mm. Um, what else? We have an email address, garbagefirepodcast at gmail.com. Who are you, Virginia person? Yeah. Please email us. Yeah, we want to know. We're curious. Yeah. And stuff. And the Kingston person. And the Kingston person. We want to know, but we don't want to know. I feel like that could be bad news. Also, Avery, thanks for taking that picture yesterday. Oh, Avery, you're a fucking champion. Can't wait to talk to you. Can't wait to listen to the stuff you got. Yeah. Oh, it's going to be great. I really wish you'd have done the thing I wanted you to do, but I'll forgive you this time. This time. This is your last chance. That's strike two. <laughs> strike two. Strike two. Because you you didn't do it last time either. Strike two. Avery's been touched by an angel twice now. I know. So lucky. Wow. Um, I think that's all we have. That's it. That's all we have to say. Yeah. Thank you so much for listening. And we'll see you in the dumpster.